Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Dive Into Diet with Lucas Schmidt. What's going on, man? Going to talk about some dairy today. You ready to dive into dairy? I'm ready to dive into dairy. A pool full of dairy. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Depends on the dairy, I guess. Well, tell us, first of all, let's define dairy. What what is it? Dairy is a food group uh, from milk from various animals. The most common animals that produce dairy are cow, sheep, and goat. Okay. Those are your most common. All right. I'm sure there's some other ones out there, but we're mainly going to talk about those today. So, okay. Um, dairy products. Probably the most commonly used dairy product is milk still because so many people drink it. Uh, I don't drink cow's milk. I don't like the taste. I haven't since I was a kid. It's just not been my favorite. There's an aftertaste to it that I just didn't care for. Um, so, But that doesn't mean you know certain people out there shouldn't drink cow's milk. It just depends on your... On your chemistry. (laughs) Well, tell us is is all is all milk bad? Like no, because you you hear it as like oh, stay away from dairy. Right. Um, Give us some reasons why you know dairy might be good, especially if you're not lactose intolerant. Right. Dairy is a excellent source of healthy fat and protein. Okay. Well, that's one. Protein is is a big one. Um, It's also a source of minerals, calcium, phosphorus, potassium, and vitamins A, D, and B12. B two and three, I believe. So, so there's a lot of good things in it. Why does it upset people's stomach? Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I feel like it has that reputation. Oh, it definitely does. Uh, so, dairy has a protein makeup of whey and casein. So okay. Whey, whey protein and casein. You probably most people hear of casein away from the powders. Whey, especially whey, is the most popular protein powder out there, to my knowledge, to date. It is the most popular because it's heavily bioavailable you, our body can absorb it quickly and you use it quickly it's uh it's cheap to make um casein is probably second casein is what's called a slow digesting protein so a lot of bodybuilders would would say you know drink this at night before bed after your workout because um, it takes longer to break down and your body will use it while you're asleep hmm. but those proteins are can be depends on the person can be inflammatory. We'll get to lactose in a bit. Okay. Um, lactose is another reason. Um, but I don't consume milk also for the reason of, I believe, I've not gone to a physician, but I did an elimination protocol to see what was going on and determined that casein and whey, I'm intolerant to them to a degree. They, I, I would get canker sores in my mouth constantly. And, you know, canker sores, you've never had them, are these very painful sores that sit in your mouth for like three weeks and you keep biting them or when your toothbrush hits them, it's horribly painful. And so I just thought I'd research causes of canker sores. And then, of course, there's a long list or some people say, we don't know. But one of the things that popped up was uh, casein and whey. So I quit drinking whey protein shakes and casein protein shakes and my canker sores stopped happening. Interesting. And the most recent canker sore I had came up after I ate some, I think it was cottage cheese, which is curdled um, dairy. Uh, It's very high protein, delicious, which is a shame. Um, I believe it's chunks. I believe casein is the primary protein in that. So so that's sort of the – now the other inflammatory is the lactose. Lactose, some people's stomachs just aren't – They've, they've lost the ability to properly process, process lactose. I believe it's a form of sugar and um, causes upset stomach and all kinds of things. So those are sort of where dairy gets its. Also, there's the, the ethical side that people get on board with, which I'm more the nutritional focus. But if you're 
the ethics of the dairy farming can be a little rough. It depends on the cows. Sure. Depends on the depends on the farm. I mean, there are ethical dairy farmers. You know, they don't torture their animals or make them too fat and this and that. So it also depends on what the animal is eating, mm. right? And that's well, that's why they tell um, breastfeeding mothers not to eat certain things, not to take certain vitamins or take certain supplements because it can come out in the milk. So there's some stigma around dairy because, well, what's that cow eating and what's coming out of the milk that it's producing? So so, so what does that mean? So say we can eat dairy. Mm-hmm. Does that mean we look at, you know, the popular term is organic grass-fed? Is that something we should? Yeah, I mean, it's it's generally, for meat, I know grass-fed is generally better. Okay. Um, the cow is healthier. Um, now, some people complain about grass-fed. I actually told this to a friend of mine two days ago. I told her when I eat, her family has butchers in it. And she goes, oh, you like gamey-tasting meat. So apparently, grass-fed beef has a gamier taste. Interesting. Makes sense. The animal's more athletic, healthier, more muscular, a little maybe a little leaner. Because um, it's literally having to walk around to get its food as opposed to sitting there at a trough and just, just scarfing up corn. Uh, scarfing down corn. Scarfing up. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but so, yeah, I would probably say it's safer to, you know, what the animal's eating is going to produce healthier byproducts. So grass-fed, organic, you know. Organic can be dubious. It's pretty easy nowadays to get in that category. I think it's kind of a club. I, we could, you know, we need to do, do an episode about organic because sometimes I'm, I'm skeptical. <laughs> oh, is it better? No, it's please. Pesticides aren't getting through banana skin. Please, organic. <laughs> Some organic is good. I don't want to trash organic things. Just, we're, we're not trashing organic. No, when it comes to animal products, yeah, I, I'm pretty. It's good to scrutinize. It's okay. Good. Just that's the boil it down. It's good to scrutinize the animal products. Look for all the pasture raised is is great. So when choosing dairy, mm-hmm. pasture raised is one. Yeah, Organic. honestly, so they've done studies about lactose intolerance. A lot of them, obviously, yeah. they actually have done a few studies where they took lactose intolerant people and gave them, which this is going to be a new thing in today's episode that we haven't mentioned yet. The big thing, actually, they gave them dairy products made from cows who have low or no um, A1 casein. There's two types, casein and dairy, A1 and A2. It's just the name of the molecule. And what's weird is in, you go, well, what's the difference in A1 casein and A2 casein? One amino acid, the 67th amino acid. I don't know why I had to draw that. It's just (laughs) 67th. Y'all saw that, right? 67th of 209 amino acids. There's a chain of amino acids the 67th one is the only difference i don't know any more than that i just know that's the difference in a1 and a2 and a2 is much lower in inflammatory markers so oh so the so the people that consumed they swapped out a1 for a2 and their lactose intolerance response was minimized drastically well i actually think there's a i think there's a milk or creamer called a2 Mm -hmm. a2 yeah it's really okay. So, so that's the molecule. That's the molecule, and so that casein is is much more digestible. Uh, it's it's less irritating to most people. It and and where they come from is there's just certain breed of cow that have uh, breeds of cows that have a one or a two. So it depends on the region the cow's from. What this company's done is taken all that work. You don't have to do that work. You can just right. go. Oh, look, a two milk at the grocery store done. No. So, 
what if like what about cheese okay i'm glad you asked that so yeah. there's other forms of dairy of course besides milk all the milk byproducts or the milk products cheese yogurt uh, kefir um cottage cheese and butter most of these the higher the fat content of the dairy like butter for example there's a very low chance you're going to have an inflammatory response to butter um, because all the protein has been taken out it's a reduction it's the fat it's um there's there's a like trace amounts of, of casein or whey in there but they're they're so small that it most people it doesn't trigger anything like a lactose intolerant person generally can eat butter uh, generally it. right okay. there might be an exception but out because there. casein and uh and whey, whey have been taken and lactose there's none of that there's no sugar in butter it's just the fat so there's there's the reason now if you want the the superior form of butter is it's called irish butter because they ferment the dairy that then make butter and that brings us into fermented forms of dairy which is kefir and yogurt the fermentation process destroys a lot of those irritating um, compounds in the dairy because fermentation the bacteria that grows its bacterial growth is what that is it eats up the sugar because bacteria they, they want that sugar okay um, and that's what they eat so like when you make bread or even dairy that that sort of acidic smell that you get, you know, that yeasty smell, for yeah. example, with bread, that's a chemical reaction. The, the, the yeast is eating the sugars, and the gas it releases as a result is the sort of, that's why the bread fluffs up. Similar to dairy, um, different bacteria, but similar. So, okay, say, say we don't, say we, we're going to continue to eat cheese mm -hmm. and milk, I know, I'm okay, a2. Look for A2. Look for, A2, Look yeah. for things without the A1. Mm -hmm. That isn't to say you can't drink A1. Okay. It, so I um, I know somebody who drinks A1 every single day. They don't give any thought to it, and it doesn't appear to bother them. Mm -hmm. my, my big beef nutritionally with drinking lots of milk is the sugar content. Okay. Basic milk has a lot of sugar in it. It's a high. It's got a lot of carbohydrates in it, and they're not like complex carbs or fiber. There's no fiber in milk, so it's it's sugar. And it's naturally occurring. It's naturally occurring, which is better than table sugar, of course. But so you got to weigh your pros and cons there. You know, if you just lifted real heavy or you've done a high intensity workout and you want some sugar, fine. Drink some milk. It's fine. It's protein and it's sugar. Great. But generally, people will drink like 16 ounces of milk with their dinner, which <laughs> personally, just, just the taste. I, I've seen people like French fries and then they take a swig of milk. I'm like, oh, oh, just oh, stop. <laughs> just put me out of my misery and leave or let me leave uh but it's just a lot of sugar you okay. don't need dessert if you're drinking milk so, so cheese yogurt these things are generally low in sugar now yogurts are usually filled with like little fruit reductions and honey and things like that high high sugar to make the yogurt taste better plain yogurt tastes good you just it's sort of an acquired taste and you can add things to it to make it like berries um, nuts and things like that to make it taste if you don't like that sour taste mm. um, but yogurt general plain Greek Greek yogurt's usually better it's got a lot more protein to it um, has high protein on average per serving I don't know four to six grams of sugar pretty low for the amount of protein you're getting it's a pretty good trade-off so really the thing is sugar like that's thing like, is sugar yeah I have a problem with course, the amount and of course the the lack I mean if you if you yeah if you are intolerant yeah yeah now cheese is it's such a wide variety like cheese is the most I would say the most variety in dairy is in the cheese category because okay. 
the process of making cheese, I'm not a cheese maker here, I've never made my own cheese before, is complicated depending on what kind of cheese you're making. It is, I believe, a fermentation process, also why lactose intolerant people generally tolerate cheese. Um, it's mostly the fat again. Now, what's cool about cheese is it retains a lot of that protein as opposed to butter. So, now, if I had to give you the best cheeses off the top of my head, my favorite for low inflammatory, it would be hard cheeses like Parmesan, not the kind in the can that's a mixture of corn flour and, you know, no, <laughs> Parmesan, like $7 triangle of cheese you buy and you, you grate it yourself. Um, it's salty. It's so fermented that all it's destroyed most of the inflammatory markers, but superior to Parmesan because it's still cow is any dairy made from sheep or goat. They generally have almost little to no A1 naturally. So goat cheese, goat sheep cheese, cheese, sheep cheese. Sheep cheese is kind of rare. You might, there's a, there's a sheep, there's a cheese made from sheep. Yes. Feta cheese. Caveat about feta. I discovered this recently because I was looking for some. They make feta out of cow's milk too. Traditional Greek feta is sheep. Interesting. Should be sheep or goat. I could be, uh, probably, I think it's sheep. It's so salty and delicious. I love feta cheese. It's great for you. Feta is a great one, if it's from sheep, preferably. Uh, but my favorite cheese of all time is called Pecorino Romano. Okay. It's it's like Parmesan, but made from sheep. So it's even has even a stronger flavor. It's salty. It's so, and a little goes a long way. Pecorino Romano is amazing. If you never had it, you should get some right now. Now, real quick. Immediately. Sorry. before they go out and get it yeah. where can they get stuff like that because that seems like you don't yeah. find that at Food City so there's two categories of cheese and dairy aisle uh, in the grocery store well most of the is, I would call it's, it's going to sound gross wet dairy and and less wet dairy <laughs> I don't know um, the milk section kind of bleeds into the yogurt sour cream yes. cream yeah, cheese yeah, yeah, yeah. and butter yep. and then that's where all your shredded cheeses and your like cheap Cheddars and blocks of cheeses are, right? All those things. You'll probably find mascarpone there. Now, there's another section generally, like if you go to Ingalls, I can speak immediately to that. You go to Ingalls, it's around the corner from the bakery is what I call the fancy cheese aisle, which is where it's all in like a bin and it's like oh, blocks yeah. and chunks and it's sort of categorized by country usually. That's where you're going to get these better cheeses more expensive you got to pay here's the thing though with these hard salty cheeses a little goes a long way so it's not as bad on the bank but it still can be pricey aldi actually sells some of those cheeses for like a third less interesting yeah so like i can't find pecorino at aldi when i do i'm gonna scream and scare everybody around me because i'll be so excited but they have parmesan and asiago and some of the other hard cheeses there so yeah well, guys, go to the fancy the fancy cheese aisle. Fancy cheese aisle. International <laughs> cheese aisle, maybe. <laughs> sounds better than fancy, I guess. All right. Well, Lucas, is there anything else we want to go over with dairy? Uh, watch out. No, uh, just a quick recap. Watch out for sugar. Yeah. You know, and test out if you think if you've thought your whole life, oh, I can't have dairy because it tears. Tr- give a two a try, or give a uh, give sheep or goat cheese um, a try. I love it. They, they may, you might find that you can have dairy again. Interesting. So. Interesting. Well, guys, this has been another episode of Dive Into Diet. Lucas, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Guys, don't go away because always, as always, we'll be back next time. Don't go away.
Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.